For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the movie trivia showdown. Round number three continues. I'm Christian Harloff, joined, as always, by Mark Ellis. Mark, besides having a wonderfully new camera and setup there, it looks beautiful, by the way, uh, you've got to be jumping around because of the matchup we have today between the kid, Brendan Meyer, and this rookie hotshot, the Coyote, Adam Collins. This means something. Christian, I'm not talking about building a sculpture out of mashed potatoes. I'm talking about kid... Coyote. No, it's not a rock star that popped into a Brady Bunch episode. It's the matchup we have right now. And you talk about someone who came on the scene with fervor, with a lot of passion, with a lot of niceties from Canada. That was the kid. But you're not a rookie forever, Christian. You're not one of the youngest players in the league forever. And so now, maybe older in age, but younger in Schmodown resume, but no less of a force to be reckoned with, is the Coyote coming out of nowhere, I guess is most coyotes do to take this tournament by storm the winner plays liz shannon miller but before they worry about lightning liz they got to worry about each other yeah they do and like you said the rookie of the year conversation this year was all about uh it was at one point it was robert parker the barbarian and ben goddard uh then uh, lady justice marisol mckee made a little bit of hey guys i'm here and said wait a minute who's this and then her partner who it is now her team partner the coyote comes in he had a nice victory up top when he beat another rookie and everyone's like okay great let's say how you do next time and he tkos not only did he tko andres he tko'd roca and then he ko'd lon harris that is not an easy feat to do so here he is three and three knockouts it reminds me of kevin smets but he's doing it in the singles division and then you have someone like the kid the kid is playing great right now i think that the kid has hit the potential of what we thought he was going to be when they said okay look if he keeps playing like that he doesn't need just bibiani he can have a singles run and he did good last singles tournament but this year i think he's starting to come in to his own as as a player and i think he's got to that he's getting to that elite level yeah, the kid is not hitting any sort of sophomore slump or any sort of, oh, well, I've studied all I need to study. No, he keeps working. He keeps putting in the time, and it's starting to pay off in huge dividends. But when you talk about the Coyote, Christian, you're right. The contender for Rookie of the Year, notwithstanding, he's putting fear into the hearts of Schmodown veterans. Maybe it's because we live in this virtual reality world now where we're paying attention more online, social media, who's talking about what in the Schmodown Facebook group and such. But it seems like a lot of folks that you and I have known for a long time that are great at movie trivia are saying this Coyote has a different look in its eyes. Yeah, it seems like, and, he's, and he also has uh, Sh Shannon, who has been he plucked him from the beginning and has been working with him, and you have to give her a lot of credit for his success right now. But the entire way of how we got to where we are at this moment, here we go. After a lot of thought, um, 
and I know this might su surprise some people in the fan leagues, but I am going to join uh, Corruption. Three wins, three knockouts. I've upset the natural order of things in the eyes of many, but that's my job. It's led to a lot of new errors and misconceptions, so allow me to, yet again, set the record straight. I'm Adam Collins, and I know more than you. In round one, I tried to summon power of Shazam for myself. In round two, I didn't know if we'd get the Calm Kid or Hyphy Kid, so I trained for both. Now I know, going into round three, all we need is patience. All right, here we are. Round three of the Ultimate Schmodown Singles Tournament. This year, even though I feel like I'm playing better than ever before, I also want to start making it further than ever before on the run to the singles title, and that starts with... Listen, I'm just gonna say it. Adam the Coyote Collins disemboweled the delinquent Lon Harris, and then he left that mangled, rotting carcass on the side of the road as a message to you, Brendan Meyer, to stay out of his territory. He's gonna crumble under the pressure when he plays the delinquent. Correction. The only thing that crumbled during that match were the famous Amos cookies in Lon's coat pocket when I descended upon his jugular. Uh, correction, it's... I was a fan. I'm a fan. Yeah. You know, you know I love that petty stuff. His accuracy rate stands at 95.45%. It is the best three-game win streak in the entire history of the singles division. Look, this guy is no longer an unknown quantity, right? He's no longer an underdog. I am ready to hang with this guy. I feel ready to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with him and hopefully have it just come down to a couple of key moments. We're not underestimated, Collins. Roca underestimated the rookie. Lon, well, I'm not sure Lon knew he was going to be there that day. Quirky Mercs are on quite a run. Corruption better watch out in the standings, especially after Perry upset Kalinowski. Correction. The Quirky Mercs are doing everything they can to make up a lot of ground late in the season, but it's too little, too late. And just like my recent critical strike against Swag, now it's time to avenge Kalinowski. So this is a chance to draw a little first blood and hopefully show Shannon and Corruption uh, what kind of players they have to expect, what kind of faction they have to expect when we battle for the team's title. Brendan Meyer is the nicest person in the entire Schmodown. Correction. Brendan Meyer is one of the most bloodthirsty competitors the Schmodown has ever seen. His cold-blooded knack for strategy have earned my respect, but make no mistake, I am going into this match with open eyes. They're gonna make corruption as redundant as their team and faction name being the same. Look, as we said, I mean, Adam Collins says it in his uh, in his promo. He's Adam Collins, and he's he knows more than than we do. And I have to tell you that he's he's probably right. Um, right. I mean, especially my recall is terrible. His is not, but the kid, he's no old fogey like you and I, partner. He's he is a, a young kid, and he. This is, I think, the coyote. Even though he played against Roca and he played against Lon, who are elite players, there's no doubt about it. I think that when you look at what the kid is doing right now and the season that the kid is having right now, I think this is the Coyotes' toughest contest. Well, I'll say it like this. is that I think the Coyote, regardless of what happens today, could take a page out of Brendan Meyer's school book in that once you get a few wins under your belt, it's not time to get complacent. It's not time to rest on your laurels and say, I'm having a good run. I can beat anybody. I don't need to prepare for this. The kid, win or lose, goes back he watches game footage he studies his weaknesses and he turns them into strengths the coyote i'm not sure what weaknesses he has other than one pesky road runner but if he somehow is felled by the kid today i think the coyote can look at the kid and say that's what i need to do to keep rolling on well another thing that they need to keep doing and rolling on is that corruption has a chance to you know look the exchange is gone 
The exchange is gone, and Liz Shannon Miller is left with with swag. This is Shannon's opportunity to continue to take some points so she can play Winston again uh, in the semifinals. But Coyj Andrew is also making a run here, as he's saying, for uh, for Modi, right? Manager of the year. He's been looking forward to it, but enough about us. Let's talk to the two managers. Shannon from Corruption, Coyj Andrew from the Quirky Mercs. Shannon, let's talk with you here. Like, If you would have looked at this tournament, and I think even yourself, I know you knew how much potential that Collins had, but he probably wouldn't be the one. We, we thought Chance would be here right now. But it's Collins, and he's doing it in a way that we never thought we'd see. He's annihilating people. What's going to happen here today? Uh, well, you know, I've talked to Adam Collins about this. And like I said, against uh, when he played Lawn, with every match, the bar just resets. So, uh, Ellis, I heard you talking about getting complacent and, and just resting on your laurels. And that will not be the case in this situation. Uh, we're looking at the kid, and he's small in stature, but we understand that he's a very viable threat. Um, I have not fed this coyote in weeks, so he's very, very, very hungry today. It is a hungry coyote that the kid is walking into the pit with here, Coy, and I see that Christian's the only one that didn't get the memo. Hey, put something fun and red in your shot. So let me ask you, Mr. Jandrew, why is the kid such a leader of the quirky mercs all of a sudden because it seems like he's not only one of your best competitors but everybody else in the faction takes cues from a child <laughs> well he i mean what else the quirky mercs gonna do except for look at the most unlikely of sources no the kid is is genius he cares about the game in a way that goes beyond the game he cares about the rules he cares about the trivia but he has fun while doing it which as has been said this entire tournament and any tournament is the thing we care about most. He's not someone that's watching these movies and struggling through trying to retain everything. He's enjoying the journey. So we've looked at each competitor separately. We've looked at each round of this separately. And I think the difference between us and the other people that have played Collins is we're not underestimating him. And people were underestimating the kid last season. Now they're not either. So I think it's an opportunity to show that the kid is the force to be reckoned with that people thought he was the first season, which is why people look to him. And that Collins is a force of nature. He's just not the kid. And it is interesting having the kid not be the rookie while still being the kid. But it'll, it'll be interesting today. Conundrum. Yeah, well, look, uh, Shannon, the other thing is when it comes to, see, I got my red pen in my head now for you, Coy. Uh, so when it comes to the winner of this match plays Liz Shannon Miller, she took out uh, Chance, and you're having this battle here with Swag. If you don't take it today, if Collins doesn't take it today, it's going to put you in a position where Swag could start to take the lead. So does that come up or like you said, it's just let's play the game. Do you talk about the standings at all going into this? Uh, I fully anticipate meeting Winston Marshall again uh, here in this next round. And I have a bone to pick with him. We have a score to settle here. Hello, Mike. You look beautiful back there. Perfect polishing job. You're amazing. Um, it's, it's, you know, I, Koi and the kid, they're just kind of in our way right now. There's no bad blood here. There's nothing mean to say. They're just in our way. And I'm on a mission to get back to Winston, back to Liz. They took out Chance. They deserved it. But uh, this fight is far, far from over. Make sure to thank Mike for me because it's only a couple more weeks he has to get that fully clean until it's ours. So I want to make sure it's like, I want it reflective but not mm -hmm. too distracting. It's just the right amount of sheen that we like with our team belts. Don't get right. too ahead of yourself there, Koi. Pretty All excited. Right. I mean, I feel like yours is the thing in the wait times too, but the time is ticking. So make sure he gets the weight right. Make sure it holds good. I just, I feel like I'm ready for it. All right, let's oh, drop you guys out. You got to focus on this match first, and we're going to put you in good luck to you both, Shannon and Koi. All right, so the managers are now in the waiting room and now it is time to bring in our competitors mark are you ready do coyotes eat kids do we have any intel on that we're going to find out in a little bit uh ladies and gentlemen it's time for the movie trivia schmodown introducing first representing corruption with a record of three wins, no defeats, and three knockouts. He is Adam the Coyote Collins. Adam the Coyote Collins, 
first of all, dude, what has it been like since these two victories and the fan base now knowing this is not a fluke over the outlaw and what you did with uh, with Lon? Have you been telling people correction? Uh, you should have been paying attention from the beginning. When given the opportunity, I'm happy to uh, I'm happy to set the record straight for sure. But uh, yeah, as as Shannon said, uh, you know it's certainly been a ride, but it's also you know reset uh, time for a new game. I think I'm in for my most challenging match yet because I know how dialed in the kid is, and I've also seen Children of the Corn and that's that playground scene from Step Brothers. So I know I know the the dark underbelly of of children, and uh, I, I have my eyes wide open. Yeah, I think uh, I speak for everybody here when I say I hope white dog turds do not factor into today's match. Um, Coyote, let me ask you about the kid and the gameplay and the challenge he presents because you've defeated Roka, an all-time legend of the game, and Lon Harris, one of the best slackers in our community. What is new and different about the kid that you haven't faced yet? I'd say his consistency in round one. Uh, you know, he, he has a tendency to, to go perfect, so I'm not taking that lightly. Um, but I've seen I've seen enough of Brendan's matches to know he's not completely invulnerable. But uh, yeah, I, I think uh, here in, uh, I believe what's his second season, he's playing the best he's ever, ever played. So I have a mission. Um, I've picked up his scent. And uh, yeah, I, I don't think he's going to see this coming. Oop. Hey, that's me. That's all three of us. All right. Well, thank you. Uh, we will put you in the waiting room at the moment. And we will now. Way to go. <laughs> Who said I'd be doing all of this? Who said I barely figured out how to work my television? And his opponent, representing the Quirky Merch, with a record of five wins, three defeats, and three knockouts. He is the 2019 Ultimate Schmodown team winner, Brandon the Kid Meyer. Brandon the Kid Meyer has made it. He's arrived. Brandon, listen, um, as we have said, not only, I know that there's been a lot of hype uh, on your opponent here because anytime you debut and you debut like that with three big knockouts, people are going to be talking about you. But I think that it could also be said this is, I mean, your opponent just said this, uh, this is the best we've seen you play individually in quite a while. Do you agree with that? And if so, why do you think that? Absolutely. It's definitely the best I've ever played. I think it's a combination of a couple of things. I think it's just getting my feet wet a little bit more. I mean, unlike a player like Adam Collins, who's so battle-tested from the fan leagues, um, and they come in and I think they're ready. You know, I was someone who came in and was familiar with the game, but was not familiar with literally playing it. So I feel like that I'm in a good place that way. And then I just feel like a lot of the study that I've done over the last couple of years is starting to bear fruit. You know, there's questions I'm getting within matches and even just watching at home where I'm like, okay, there's, I wouldn't have gotten that a year ago. I've absorbed a lot of what I think I need to know. Uh, Kid, let me ask you this. Uh, you come in here and you're facing Adam Collins, an opponent that you can't really prepare for. There's not a whole lot of game tape on him yet, but what was your honest reaction when you saw that he TKO'd John Roca and then KO'd Lon Harris? Now, all of a sudden, you got to face him. Uh, it's a lot. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I mean, that is that is an intimidating opponent, for sure. Uh, and it, it, it kind of like I said about the Andreco match, you know, when, when you know you're playing someone elite, there is a certain pressure off because you know that that it's a worthy opponent and it might just wind up being, I mean, I, this is the kind of player that I could play near perfect and win, you know? So for me, I'm just focused on my game. And if I look back at the end of this win or lose and I don't feel like I gave away any points or made any strategic errors, uh, I'll be happy. But at the same time, this this is the most confident I've felt. And so I know that I have a shot today. I really do. All right, Brendan. Well, good luck to you. We're going to put you in the waiting room. Uh, hold on one second. All right, bringing them back now. Here is the Coyote and the Kid as we get ready for round number one. I don't know about you guys, but I am excited for this match. Here we go, Mark. What are the rules of round number one? That's right, Kid. The adults have rules. Coyote, society has laws. And here they are in round number one. Eight questions going to be asked to the field of competitors. Each question is worth one point. 
No penalty for missing a question. There is no stealing, at least not in round one. The crowd can't see me winking because it is in round two, but we'll get to that later. Right now, just worry about answering the question within 15 seconds. You need to buy yourself more time. Use one of your three JTE rules. You have three of those to use throughout the duration of the match. You're not sure you heard a question right? Want to buy yourself more time? Use one of them. You also each have one challenge to be used at any point throughout the three-round match. You may initiate the challenge. We'll bring your manager in. They'll confirm and ratify that it's taking place. And then the fun really begins. So, Christian, we have Brendan. We have the Coyote. They seem ready to go. Um, do you have any last requests of them? Well, I'll ask Brendan. Are you ready to go? Ready to go. And Coyote, are you ready? I am. Then let's get ready to schmodown. Round number one, question number one, action slash adventure. Who starred in the 1990s action films Striking Distance, Mercury Rising, and The Jackal? Uh, I, I just love hearing the term 90s action films. It was a golden decade, wasn't it, Christian? Sure was. I try to watch them every night on uh, Netflix. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, hands up, and the kid. Bruce Willis? Yes, and Adam. Bruce Willis. There we go. So we're starting off 1-1. question. be weird if the Coyote didn't get a jackal question. Here's your next query. Hey, we're staying in the category of the 90s. 1990s movies. And here we go. Tobey Maguire and Reese Witherspoon star as two teenage siblings who find themselves in a 1950s sitcom in what 1998 film? And that begs the question of Christian. Favorite what? sitcom of all time. Well, first I want to know what a question is. It's a question to Christian. I combined them. I like what you did there. Five, four, three. Cheers. Four, one. Pens down, please. And Adam. Pleasantville. Yes, the kid. Pleasantville. Two, two for the kid and the coyote as we get to question three. Dramas. Janelle Monet plays Teresa, the mother figure to a boy named Chiron in what Barry Jenkins film? Christian, I've never heard the word pleasant said so sullen as what I just heard from the guy. <laughs> Very downtrodden, pleasant. Seems like it, yeah. And five, four, three, two, one. Pens down and the kid. Moonlight. Yes, Adam. Moonlight. Three, three. Next question, Mark. It is. Tough loss to La La Land there for about 30 seconds. Here's your question. Category family films is next up, and here's the query. Which Fast and Furious actor stars in the 2006 Disney film Eight Below? Let me ask you a question there. Were you doing a, uh, a, a game show network tryout right there? Said, and here's your query. No, I, I've I've thrown the, that other keyword around a lot. Four, three. Repeat the question. First one. And your query in the world of family films is: Which Fast and Furious actor stars in the 2006 Disney film Eight Below? No, but I always thought Makuga was kind of aiming for Jeopardy when he should be going for Wheel of Fortune. He seems like the logical successor to Pat Sajak. Am I crazy? No, you're not at all just happens you know you love what you love and five four three two one pens down and we start with the coyote paul walker yes and brendan paul walker yeah and adam collins got there uh using one jte in order to do it but he still got there and we find ourselves tied four four as we get to our next question and that is in the realm of fantasy sci-fi which sci-fi adventure film from director Steven Spielberg has the following tagline? An adventure too big for the real world. Is there anything that gets you into a theater faster than saying Spielberg sci-fi? It's like, no. Nah. I'm there. Yeah, me too. Well, Look at my my, not right now. Eventually. Five, four, three, two. One. Pens down, please. Pens down, please. And we start with Brendan. Ready player one? Yes. And Adam. Ooh. Ready player one. 
Ooh. Scrap and toe-to-toe here. The kid looks like he just kind of guessed on that one and got it as we find ourselves tied 5-5. It's a good question. Question, question six. Question six. Hey, you're starting to catch on the trend all the kids love on TikTok. We have a TikTok, by the way. Follow us. Your categories in the world of comedies. <laughs> and your question. Who plays Jamal, an employee at an amusement park who suffers a blow to the head and wakes up in 14th century England in 2001's Black Knight? Watching this is like the new generation of players playing, though. It is a lot of fun to watch. Like watching a sea monkeys grow in the bathroom. It's true. Five, four, three, two, one. Pen down and Adam. Martin Lawrence. Yes. And Brendan. Martin Lawrence. Seven. No, excuse me. Six, 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 six. As we get to question seven. Horror slash thriller. What is the name of the 2019 movie in which Kaya Scodelario must fend off, fend off alligators? Um, I'm going to put you in one of two pits. One has alligators, one has poisonous snakes. Which one are you going into? Alligators. I'm terrified of snakes. I think I'm going snakes. Now, how many? Five, four, three, two. One pens down and the kid crawl. Yes, Adam crawl seven seven high game as we get to the final question. Potentially, if they both get it right, we're going to get a bonus for both of them. We'll see what happens here with question number eight, Mark. And that question is in the world of animated movies drawn by hand, computer, stop motion, claymation, what have you. Here's your question for a point. Which actor who portrayed Batman provided the voice of Moses in the 1998 animated film The Prince of Egypt? It's a pretty broad range right there. Yeah. Got some Batman, some some Bible. Good stuff. We're going to find out if they both hit it here in five, four, three, two, one. Pens down. Brendan for the perfect, uh, excuse me, Adam for the perfect uh, round. Val Kilmer. Yes, and Brennan for the perfect. Val Kilmer. All right, so 8-8. Eight, eight. Now they're both looking to get 9 here with this bonus question. So you're both it's the same as you have been for the previous 8. You're going to write it down. You're going to reveal it. Here is the question. Are you both ready, Brennan? Yes, indeed. And Adam? Yes. All right, here we go. Who plays Marion Crane in Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho? Ooh, good one to end on. Like it a lot. Well, we're about to find out here is we're going to get a 9-9 score if they both hit it. Or can someone strike first blood? We'll find out in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Pens down, please. And Brendan. Janet Lee. And Adam. Janet Lee. Both correct. Perfect game. Nice round, Adam. And we see ourselves now 9-9 going into round number two. All right, Mark, what do we got? Round number two is the wheel round. The wheel of fate, doom, and ultimately justice will be dished out to each competitor. You get a spin at the wheel. Once you settle on a category, you're going to have four questions. These questions are asked to you and only you, at least initially. Here's the rub. The question's worth two points, but stealing's available. So if you miss it, your opponent can try to answer it. If you're not sure of the answer, just ask us multiple choice. We'll give you four options, one of which is the correct answer, we think. And at that point, the value of the question does go down to one. So, Christian, I'll remind you, competitor, if you spin and you don't like what wedge that you landed on, as long as it's not called opponent's choice, you may go again. Have a mulligan, which is golf for do-over. So, the Coyote and Brendan going toe-to-toe here, Christian. It's tied up, and now someone's got a decision to make. Yeah, and we're going to decide because it is a tie game, and Brendan Meyer is the higher-ranked competitor at the moment. We're going to remove Shannon and Mr. Collins here. All right, so we have Brandon Meyer and Coy. You got 60 seconds starting now. All right, good start. I mean, you know how we usually like to do this. I mean, he's the kind of player he could go perfect to put the pressure right back on me, but I'd rather know he did that, right? I'd rather know he did that than play tight, worrying, feeling like he's going to do that. So let's, I'm, I like to him to go first, if that's cool. We talked all about the type of mentality we wanted to be going into this entire game. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, that first round playing with heart and brain again, uh, incredible work. Uh, I would have gotten four, 
if I wasn't Thunder Lights. Uh, but round two, we got to remember the, the mentality we want. So I agree, especially with this particular match because of that conversation that we won't say here, we want to go second. But hold on to that while he's playing. Remember that when you go in. You got it. Okay, All right, we're going to remove Koi. We're going to remove Brendan. We're going to bring back Shannon, bring back uh, Adam Collins. All right, Shannon, you got 60 seconds to talk to Adam starting now. Went exactly as we expected it to go. No surprises there. Uh, we're up first. I need you to take a breath. The battle has just begun. Uh, you like going first anyway, so let's get this out of the way. you got the momentum going. He can sit there and get stale and iced over while you keep rolling this ball. So uh, nothing more to say except let's do this. All right. Let's go. All right. So the wheel is up, and here we go. Let's get a good spin, baby. All right. Being Angela Bassett, Sam, on that wheel always brings a song to my heart. Christian John Hughes, Festival Darlings. Action adventure it is. 60 seconds to the side, starting now. Um, a little broad, but I know it you is. can do it. Yeah, no, I can do it. Um, it's broad like a lot of categories on this wheel, so I say we mm -hmm. try it one more time to see if we can get something a little more narrow, but if we get action adventure, that'll be fine. Totally agree. Let's go again. All right, here's the second spin by the Coyote. You guys don't like my clapping, you can stop it. Well, that's fine. And here is the final spin by Collins, and we're landing on... Angela Bassett. Andrew. Okay, good All luck. Right. Hey, save your, save your repeats if you can, because um, I have a feeling we're going to go to the third round, and you're, you might need them there. If you absolutely have to use it, you've got two of them, go for it. But if you can uh, if you can muscle through this, or if you need to check down the multiple choice, don't feel bad about it. Um, and then I got I to gotta drop you out. Bye. Drop you out. All right, and now we will... Excuse me for a second here as we bring back... Brandon, and now there's Adam. Adam, you're going to have four questions in the realm of films, and here we go. First one. In what 2009 biographical film does Bassett play Boletta Wallace? Multiple choice. Is it A, Notorious, B, All Eyes on Me, C, Get On Up, D, Straight Outta Compton? Notorious. Yes, for one point. Question two. What famous singer stars as the character Savannah Jackson opposite Angela Bassett in 1995's Waiting to Exhale? Whitney Houston. Yes. Question number three. Angela Bassett plays Cuba Gooding Jr.'s mother in this 1991 crime drama. Boys in the Hood. Yes. And four. Your last one. Here it is. Bassett's character, Lynn Jacobs, is director of which organization in Olympus Has Fallen? The Secret Service. For two more points. And we we'll find ourselves here. He had to check down a multiple choice once, but still got the point. He finds himself up 16 9. All right, we're going to drop you out here, and we will bring back Koi for another 60 seconds here. Koi right. starting now. All right. So this was effectively what we expected. Uh, that that one point notwithstanding, this is about expectation. We wanted to know what we faced before actually facing it. So I think this is just as comfortable as us going first, if not more so, because now we've got a, a line in the sand. Just a little, I think it's just gonna, you know, there's some things we don't want, there's some things we do want. This will just help with deciding if we get something in the middle on the respin, on the first spin. So let's see what happens. Yeah, I, I feel like narrowing it down only helps. And I also feel like this is a good place for you to come from mentally going into the second round. So let's get after it. Totally. All right. Well, so now we're going to uh, spin that wheel here. Uh, here it is. Nobody clapping on this side, Christian. No. No applause. All focus. And it looks like it's going to be sports. Ooh. Sports. So, All right. This is quite the open category. It is one of the most broad, which has its yeah. merits. It certainly has perks, but that, that deep inhale plus our conversations doesn't lend me to think this is our one. What are you thinking? I kind of do want to stay with it. It sucks because there is stuff on here that I could stay toe-to-toe -to -toe with him. But there's also stuff on here where it could really get out of – I think it could get out of hand if I spin it. I could, And so I, I kind of think we have no choice but to keep this because it's in that middle range, you know? There's only a couple I fear and a lot I feel great about. This one is right smack dab in the middle, so I guess this yeah. is a devil-you-know situation. 
Yeah, look, I'd rather get to the third round than try to go big and wind up, you know, we have no idea what I'm going to spend. So let's just keep Okay. Going. Now, remember what we talked about uh, yesterday on Twitter with this particular player as far as mm. how we play the second round? I think that's really important, especially with this Ten category. Seconds. And we've got three JCEs, which is also part of that plan. So utilize. You got it. Let's do it. Let's get. Let's see right. what happens. You're going to take sports. All right. So we're going to drop Koi out. All right. So, Brendan, we move you for a second. Bring back. All right. All right, Brendan. Four questions in the realm of sports films, Mark. Your first question worth two points, unless you need multiple choice. Here we go. In the world of sports, you will find the first female ice skater to complete two triple axle jumps in competition in which film? The cutting edge. That is incorrect. Oh, I, mean, I shouldn't have gone for it. All right. Neil again, Coyote. Uh, here's the question. In the world of sports, you will find the first female ice skater to complete two triple axle jumps in competition in which film? Hi, Tanya. That's a huge two-point oh, steal. Oh, wow. Christian. I didn't think point. about it like that. Damn it. All right, here's question number two. That's a tough one. It's so easy oh, now that I think about it. Your next sports question to you, Brandon, for two points. Who plays assistant general manager and assistant coach Craig Patrick in 2004's Miracle? Oh, man. Uh, Noah Emmerich. That is a deep cut, and it's correct for two points. <sighs> All right. There we go. Question three. Uh, no. so right. Brandon gets the lead back to seven that the Coyote enjoys. And, Brennan, your penultimate question in the world of sports movies. Here it is. Which actress plays supermodel Susie Miller that ends up marrying and divorcing James Hunt in the film Rush? Olivia Wilde. That's two more points, and the kid knows the sports. Uh. All right, so final question for the kid here. All right, Brendan, you get this right. You cut the lead to three, going into round number three. Here we go. Sports movies for two points. In the film Fighting With My Family, Zach and Soraya Knight meet what famous wrestler before a SmackDown event that gives them helpful advice? Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He is known as The Rock. Uh, Christian, that's a big answer. Early steal from the uh, Coyote is going to give him a lead going into round three. It's a three-point game as we go into round three. Three-point game, 18-15, massive steal. Massive steal there as we find ourselves a three-point lead by the Coyote going into round number three. Mark? What are the rules? Threes are wild because we need three numbers from each competitor. As we head into round number three, the round that will determine the match, plus we go to Sunbath overtime. You may not pick the same three numbers as your opponent. We give you the range from one to 20, so whatever feels lucky, that number is going to correspond to a unique category of movie trivia schmodown know-how. Your first question is worth two points. Your next one is worth three points. Your final one, should we make it that far? And I believe we will, is worth five of the biggest points of the tournament, points that could see you advance to take on Lightning, Liz Shannon Miller. So, Christian, because the Coyote, Adam Collins, enjoys a three-point advantage, he's going to give us his three lucky numbers first. So, Mr. Coyote, from 1 to 20, what three numbers feel most fortunate? 7, 2, and 9. 7, 2, and 9 for the Coyote and for the kid. 1, 10, and 4. 1, 10, and 4. All right, so... Shannon, you got 60 seconds to talk to Adam starting now. Congratulations, Coyote. This is your first time having to go to round three and answer questions. Lucky for you, you're really good at answering questions. So sit back, relax, let Brendan have all that nervous energy. He's pacing around, his heart rate is skyrocketing. Or it's, I'm sorry, I'm skyrocketing too. His heart rate is skyrocketing right now. Let him take that, let him have that burden. You don't need that. All you gotta do here is answer these three questions. If anything sounds funky to you, let me know. You've got your JTEs. you got two of them left. Use them wisely. Let's have some fun here. Let's finish this out. All right. All right. So now, Coy, 60 seconds starting now. All right, man. No one has pushed him this far, and we did. And remember, our word of the day was patience. So mm -hmm. we are in a great position. He misses one of these. We are back right there. This is a. This yeah. is the same as round one, man. I see your nervous energy, and I think it's you getting your head. You even got upset at your right answers in that last round. That's all gone. That's that's a, that's yeah. this. We're going into round three. None of that matters anymore. Think about round three. Think about patience. How are you feeling now? 
I feel okay. I should I should have gone multiple choice. I haven't seen seen the cutting edge. It just felt right to me. And uh, so that's a mistake. It's something I don't like to do. But at the same time, I think it probably would have been a multiple choice option. It's probably still a steal. So I probably still would have been down. So I just got to do my best and see what happens. It was a one versus two point situation. That steal might have still happened. That doesn't matter. We're going into round three yep. clean. We'll worry about that on backstage. We'll worry about that in other conversations. Right now, we're going into this calm, prepared with three JTEs and all the patients in the world. Thanks, man. All right, thank you. all right, we're dropping both Boy and Shannon out here as we are going to begin round number three. All right, here we go. Brandon, we start with you as you try to avoid the TKO here with uh, and get your two-pointer. Here it is. This is category number one. Excuse me, category number one. That's spy films. Who plays the sexy agent Vanessa Kensington in Austin Powers' International Man of Mystery? Elizabeth Hurley. For two points. And now, in order to bounce it back to Adam Collins, you need to hit your three-pointer. Your three-pointer was number 10, and that is in the realm of Tom Cruise films. Tom Cruise films. All right. What Tom Cruise film also stars Kenneth Branagh, Bill Nye, Tom Wilkinson, and Terrence Stamp. Valkyrie. For three points. All right. Brendan Meyer tosses it back to Adam Collins, who will now start to answer some questions here, Mark, uh, as Brendan has avoided the TKO. That's right, Christian. Uh, the Coyote can tie it here with his two-point answer, if it's correct, of course. Uh, Adam selected number seven for his two-point question, and that corresponds to the world of comic book movies. Movies about the talking picture books. And here we go to tie Brendan Meyer's lead. What is the name of the photojournalist that Bruce Wayne falls for in 1989's Batman? Vicki Vale. Needed both names. We got them both. We're tied at the top. Now, we are going to stay with Adam Collins here and give him the opportunity to hit his three-pointer. as We now get to Adam Collins, who chose uh, Category 2 mark. He did just that, Christian. And Category 2 for a three-point lead corresponds to the world of comedy. We don't laugh now because it's too serious. So comedies for three points, Adam. Your question. Robert De Niro plays a 70-year-old widower, Ben Whitaker, that is sick of retirement and gets a job working at an online fashion site in what film? Dirty Grandpa. That is incorrect. We were looking for the intern. The intern. All right. So now, now we bounce to Brendan Meyer, who has to hit his five. Uh, either way, going to force Adam Collins to either, if he hits it, going to force him to try to get sudden death. Right. If not, going to give Adam Collins a chance to win the game. Well, we're going to find out here as Brendan Meyer chose category four. And that is in the realm of the 2000s. The 2000s. A lot of years. <laughs> years. All right, 2000s. Here you go. All right. For five points in 2000s. Brendan, who plays Emil Mondavarius, the owner of Spooky Island in 2002's Scooby-Doo? Five, four, three, two. Repeat the question. All right, here you go. Who plays Emil Montevarius, the owner of Spooky Island in 2002's Scooby Doo? Repeat it. One more. Oh, Who plays Emil Montevarius, the owner of Spooky Island in 2002's Scooby Doo? Uh, uh, Rowan Atkinson. 
That's correct. Oh, oh, wow. Nails the five-pointer and really put the pressure on Adam Collins. What a crazy pull by Brendan Meyer as now he forces the Coyote. If the Coyote hits it, we go to sudden death. If he misses, Brendan Meyer goes on to play Liz Shannon Miller. Mark, he chose category number nine. He did just that, Christian, and... The Yankee Clipper Joe DiMaggio's legendary number corresponds to the category of thriller. And boy, do we have one here. So in the world of thriller movies, to tie Brendan Meyer and force sudden death over time, Adam, your question. For five points, what 2000s Stephen King adaptation is about a writer who is being stalked by a man accusing him of plagiarism? Secret window. Christian, you got some more time. Let's do sudden death. It's sudden death time, my friend, as we wow. find ourselves Amazing. now. It is sudden death, and now we bring back Shannon and Coy, and we are in sudden death in this match. They're both fighting out as we find ourselves tied up at 25-25. All right, so, Mark, what are the rules of the speed round? It's the sudden death round, Christian. All right, all right sudden death round. Speed round. Uh, the way that sudden death works, it's a lot like round number one. It's, as a matter of fact, the exact same, except the stakes are on the grill, and they're much, much higher because we're going to ask a question of the field. As soon as you hear it, you have 15 seconds to write down your best attempt at an answer. Use whatever utensil you have, whatever writing surface you have, just like we did in round one. When we ask you by name to show what you wrote, please reveal it to the camera at the same time you verbalize your attempt into the microphone. Here's where it changes. If both competitors get the question right, you get a point. We move on to the next question. Both competitors miss it. It's okay. No points awarded. We move on to the next question. But if one competitor gets the question right and another misses, the correct answer or advances to face Lightning Liz Shannon Miller. Christian, it could not be more intense, more hot. And my armpits are showing that right now. It's sudden death between the kid and the coyote. All right. So we are going to give you both uh, 60 seconds here to talk to your comp- – 30 seconds to talk to your competitor. Excuse me. Starting with uh, Coy to Brendan. Starting now. Okay. This is the first round. You are perfect the first round. This whole season, the first round is your oyster. And that big steal didn't matter because at the end, it's ours again. We're back to neutral. This is fantastic. How are you? How's your head? Look, I feel good. Look, I made one mistake in the match. Sometimes that literally costs you the match. I was very fortunate that it didn't. This can be anything. So let's see what happens. I feel good. I grabbed my board. I knew he was going to hit that five probably. So I'm ready. And I know you're going to get all these. Be comfortable. You got this. Be patient. It's yours. 15 seconds is a long time. Embrace it. All right. And in 30 seconds. (laughs) Brendan Meyer's pissing his pants right now. There's absolutely no color left in his face. Adam, take your time. Breathe through it. Listen to those context clues if they're giving them to you. I'm not worried about you. Like I said, this is round one, and guess what? You're perfect, too. So uh, this is exactly, exactly what I told you to be prepared for. You got some reserve in that tank. It's time to use it. I believe in you. Trust your gut. All right. Thank you, Shannon. Thank you, Troy. All right. We're going to remove you guys. All right. Brandon, are you ready? Yep. Adam, are you ready? I am. Here we go. Which superhero actor plays Justin Long's boyfriend in Zack and Miri make a porno. Both writing it down. You need to see either competitor take the loss at this point, Christian. We're going to find out in a moment if anybody did or we're going to be in for another question in five, four, three, two, one. Uh, Brendan? Brandon Ralph. And Adam Collin? Brandon Ralph. Tie game. Nick. All right, Mark. So now we get to our uh, our second question. That's right, Christian. And that question for a point and possibly a huge game deciding point is James DeMonico directed the first three installments of what recent horror thriller franchise? Oh, Brandon, breathing heavy. Sorry. I think I've I've earned it today. You have five, four, three, two, one. Pens down. And Adam Collins. 
The Purge. And Brennan? The Purge. Tie game. Next question. Here we go. Next question. And here it is. All right. What is the subtitle of the second National Treasure film? Like those movies. Five, four, three, two, one. Pen down, please. And Brennan? Book of Secrets. And Adam? Book of Secrets. My game still. As we go back and forth, back and forth, a lot of heavy breathing here as we get to our next question here. Uh, Mark, are you ready? We get deeper into our Book of Secrets to see if one competitor is going to emerge with the win. And your next query. In the film Born on the Fourth of July, which actor plays the paraplegic Charlie who travels with Ron to a village after being kicked out of a bar? Five, four. Repeat the question. All right, that's your only one? Yep. Yep. That's a good note, Christian. One JT rule in overtime. In Born on the Fourth of July, which actor plays the paraplegic Charlie who travels with Ron to a village after being kicked out of a bar? Colin has something for an American. Oh, it sucks. I cannot remember. Five, four, three, two, one. All right, pens down, and we start with Collins. Willem Dafoe. Oh, and it, Brennan. I, I didn't have that. I have shot. Oh, your winner! Collins! Adam Collins, we're going to bring here. But oh my goodness, you had to earn that one there, the Coyote. <laughs> Four and oh, as he now finds himself against Liv and Miller. But the kid pushed you to the limit. Shannon, let's talk to you here. Look, everybody said, well, can he prove it in, you know, the third round? Not only did he prove it in the third round, he proved it in overtime. So how happy are you here with the Coyote's performance? I'm happy. How scared are all of you right now is the real question. Fair enough. Coyote, uh, look, man, this was something where you had to you really had to be pushed. You had you had to stay. Oh, yeah. in the and as Shannon said, you know, listen to the context, stay in there. You did that. And how? let's talk about that Willem Dafoe pull. I mean, ha, are you how many have you seen that movie well enough? Did you know it right away? Um, I, I obviously I was about to write Tom Cruise, just like Brendan was. But then when we heard the rest of the question, um, I thought back to that movie. I saw it for the first time two years ago. So it'd been a little bit. Uh, but I remembered Willem Dafoe because he always stands out. And I remember he was a paraplegic. So yeah, I'm glad I knew that one. Uh, the Robert De Niro thing. I was mixing up my mediocre uh, Robert De Niro movies. So that's on me. Fair enough. Uh, Shannon, you've been around this Schmodown competition block a few times now, and when you look at how hard you have to push yourself to win in sudden death, what do you think a victory like this, where we saw a sigh of exclamation and relief from your competitor, what does that do for the Coyote going forward? I think it reinforces what he already knows about himself and what we know about him is that he's got championship blood in his DNA. Um, and I'm not going to put the cart before the horse, but it, I think if he's not feeling pretty confident about the rest of his uh, trajectory in this tournament, he's insane. Uh, I know the Coyote. I know he likes to keep a low profile. I like he, I, He's a very low-key kind of guy, and he's a very low-key competitor. I can guarantee you all that this win is not going to get in his head. He knows what he's got to do. He knew this was going to be an overtime battle, uh, his hardest competition yet. And I think it's only going to motivate him to keep going forward. He is the representative for corruption in this tournament. Well, let's speak about uh, motivation. This is a question for both of you, but we'll start with Collins. Uh, Liz Shannon Miller took out your faction mate, Chance Ellison. So 
the question for both of you is this not only do you want to see yourself here go to the finals by beating Liz, but is this also kind of a, re- a redemption for uh, for Chance here, Adam? Of course. Uh, Liz is someone I respect as a film critic, as a competitor. She's nothing but class. Uh, it's swag that uh, I have in my sights. And uh, it became very personal after uh, Marisol and Chance lost to swag. Uh, so I already took care of Lon Harris. Um, and it's nothing personal against Liz uh, either. But uh, yeah, it's time to take Swag out of this tournament for good. Um, But I'm going into that well aware of what she's already accomplished. Uh, Beating Chance is a very big deal. Beating Bibiani is a very big deal. But uh, to the kid, for what it's worth, this is the best match I've played in any league so far. It was an honor. And I'm a huge, huge fan of Bibiani as well. And if I can get the job done against Liz, it's for Bibs too. All right. Well, there is also Shannon. Um, let's see. You know, let's talk about that swag match because this is a chance for you, no pun intended, to get revenge for Chance. But also, you see yourself once again with this battle. You they took it from Chance. You guys took it from Lon, and now you have a, uh, an opportunity here to do it again. So, what's it like going up against Swag for these big points in the semifinals? Listen, I told you guys, if you bark at me. I'm gonna bite you back. And that's exactly what happened here. Um, look, we're not gonna fight. I gotta go put on my dancing shoes because Winston and I have another round at this. And uh, I'm done tangoing. I'm done letting him take the lead because he's a really crappy dance partner. We're gonna put on our boots. We're gonna do a little Texas two-step and I'm gonna stomp his little heart to the ground. I'm so, so ready to take on Swag one last time. What better matchup can you guys get? Um, you wanna talk about revenge. You wanna talk about raw passion, amazing players going at it to get to that final spot. We're going to give it to you. There's no two better managers in this league to give you guys what you want than me and Winston. Well, well, there you go. So both Shannon and Adam, congratulations. Massive win here. Adam, you find yourself 4-0 now as you play Liz Shannon Miller in the semifinal. So congratulations to both you guys, and we'll see you in the next round. All right. Remove Shannon and Mark. Now we're going to bring in both Coy and the kid, this is one of those matches here, Brennan, where you can't, I mean, yeah, it's a bummer, right, that you, that you lost. But, I mean, this is, once again, it doesn't say, oh, you know, he was playing good all season, but then he had that one rough match. You played as good as you have been. You just you just missed that one particular question. But what do you think? Uh, yeah. Of- what? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just disappointed. I, I don't feel bad about missing that sudden death. I've seen Born on the 4th of July, but I, I just didn't remember Willem Dafoe being in it. I wasn't on the tip of my tongue. I didn't just look at it. Uh, so that's too bad that I don't remember someone as famous as Willem Dafoe and Born on the 4th of July, but been like five years or something, and it just there's a lot of other movies in there. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm bummed. I should have gone multiple on that. I heard figure skating. And I know the cutting edge of figure skating movie. And sometimes you just get that jolt where you're like, I think I know it. And uh, I don't know. It's too bad. It's too bad. I don't think I beat myself. I mean, he played amazing or anything like I mean, he deserved to win today. But it was unfortunate because I wish I would have gone multiple choice on that. And I'll think about that for a while. But hey, man, it happens. Most of the time you can get away with one mistake, but not with the way the league is now. Yeah, Coy, you, you look at how well Brendan Meyer competed on behalf of your faction, the Quirky Mercs. So I'm going to ask you this question now that Brendan's out of the tournament. The future of the Quirky Mercs is blank. Right. Uh, every time we lose, we learn. It's win or learn. That is our philosophy. We win or we learn. And when we win, we still learn. It's just a little less. When I am repping the incredible kid next year i know that he will not make that mistake again because he knew as soon as he said it he was like ah that thing and we discussed so many tactics with this match we had so many ideas going into this and as soon as i would say any little code word i saw him process that information digest it and take it so i think the future is bright for the quirky mercs because we are always evolving we are always learning the kid has played the best season of his life the kid's about to play incredibly in teams i know he will i know this this stumble with uh, corruption is short-lived because we're about to go up against them again. It's going to be incredible because he's going to learn from today when he's playing in a week or, or you know, whatever. So I, I just feel, I feel like he's going to take it to heart more than he should because he played an incredible game, an exhaustingly incredible game. Did you hear that? That's exhaustion oh, from incredibility. Sorry. 
So Sorry. I'm, I'm ever, no, dude, I'm so proud of you, man. Like, I'm, I'm honestly so proud of you because you would not have played that well in 2019. You wouldn't, wouldn't have played that well season, I mean, game one of this season. Like, you improve every single game. This was a one question game and you exceeded all expectations. So I'm just proud of you, man. So for me, the future is bright for the Mercs because if this is how we lose, if we lose by one question and get Rowan Atkinson from James Gunn, Scooby-Doo, uh, bleep, yeah. apology, Nerd Chronic, a Yodi for Nerd Chronic, uh, then, then this, is, this is the worst case scenario with the best case scenario. So congratulations, Brendan, for being a one question champion. Yeah. Thanks, Kawhi. I appreciate that, man. Brennan, I do have two questions for you before you go. And the first one is, you know, you've played some greats in this game. You know, the triple threat against Merle and Bibiani. You know, you've played against Bateman. You've played against a, a lot of these players. Is Adam Collins a future great in your opinion? Or do you think that, you know, this is just uh, this is a good rookie season? Let's see what happens. No, no doubt. I mean, there's no doubt that he's one of the best. I mean, what do people have on him now? I mean, like, I mean, I never doubted that he was going to do great in round three, but nobody knew. And yeah, he did miss the three, but come on. When, when you're winning sudden death, you're proving you have such a wealth of knowledge um, about a variety of categories. I, I mean, look, Lashana Miller took down Chance and Bibiani. I'm not going to say there's a favorite, but I think Adam Collins has proven that, that the, there's no reason he can't go all the way. And that includes against Dan Merle. And as brilliant as Dan Merle is, you know, he, Adam Collins missed one question today. If you're doing that all the time, you got a shot. Um, all right. And the other thing I wanted to ask, you know, as Coy mentioned, you do have the team's championship coming up because there is an opportunity here. You're actually in a position that Bateman found himself in not too long ago. You play this title match, you find yourself in the spectacular. You lose this and your season seems to be done. So going into that and knowing that the season that you've had, is there added pressure or it's like, let's take the title? I know how badly you want to be a champion, but is one of the reasons also going into it of getting that team's championship for Bibbs? Absolutely. Absolutely. Look, I, Bibbs and I have now been on a, I don't know, I, I'm, my mind is failing me with math, but a year and a half long journey uh, to get these belts. We came so, so close um, and just didn't work out for us that day. But then we came back this year and proved we weren't a fluke. And look, I had a lot of times, you know, in the early part of this year when we had that little break where I thought about the fact that we I've been so close in a short period of time to some big wins. And the thing that I kept thinking is, man, I just hope I get another shot. I really want another shot at the titles. I don't want us to come back. And even though we were playing good teams, so there's a pressure. It'll hurt way more than this to lose the corruption. But the fact that I actually have a second chance this season, even if it's over there, the fact that I got another title shot means the season I got almost everything I wanted. All right. Well, look, both you guys, Coy, Brennan, nothing to be ashamed of here. What an amazing match it was. Sudden death, 29-28 as Adam Collins takes. I know. I'll say one thing. I played Dan Merle in January, and I thought, man, if I just got 28 points, I would have won. Turns out even that's not enough. (laughs) Dude, we're just, we changed the game. This game has evolved so much that the bar cannot move fast enough. We're just pole vaulting over records, and that's what I mean. A one-point champion, like, this was incredible. And And huge. I would say Collins is a present dynasty champion, like, today. Collins just played like someone I fear henceforth. Yeah. Well, I can't say enough good things about Adam Collins and Shannon and everyone in corruption, so... Well, there you go. You're, you're definitely the first. All right. Well, let's... I mean, I, that's, that's my MO, baby. I love everybody. Quirky <laughs> Marks, we're happy people. I'm going to remove you now, and congratulations on a really well-played game. We'll see you in the title match in a couple weeks here, guys. Thanks. All right. So, uh, look, obviously, you get disappointed on a loss, but how do you not uh, How do you not get excited by the way you played? And Adam Collins is, the, is, is a real deal. He's the real deal. He came out here today. He's beaten both... Uh, John Roca, Lon Harris, and now Brendan Meyer, the kid. And now he faces. Now, this is the thing. Look, the one side of this is that everyone's talking about uh, Adam Collins and how how he made it. And people aren't talking enough about uh, Liz. Look at what Liz has done. Liz, a lot of people, especially in the Facebook group, said, ah, she's not going to get past Rachel Silverstrini, TKO. Well, she's definitely not going to get past Chance. Chance is having the player of the year. She beats Chance. Well, the run is over now. It's Bibiani's going to obviously win. She beats Bibiani. So this is not one of those things where you go, well, Collins uh, is just going to roll over and and, and she's just going to beat beat Liz. It's, it's not going to happen. You, this is going to be a fight. This is going to be a battle. And what a semifinals we have. There it is. Liz Shannon Miller for swag against Adam Collins. Corruption. No one in their bracket had that. No one had that. 
No, Chris. I mean, when, when you look at surprise Final Fours, I'd put this right up there with the best of all time. And Lightning Liz Shannon Miller, sure, it might be a contrast of styles or at least how they got to this point because until today, it had been the Coyotes steamrolling everyone with Liz. She has a magic about the way she's been playing. It's been an armed existence, and it may not be time for that ball for Cinderella to end just yet, but if the Coyote has anything to say about it, that carriage could turn back into a pumpkin. And I'll say this about Brendan Myers, that he came in here and the kid just didn't want the moment to be too big for him. He wanted to give his best shot. There are times when you can still take an unfortunate loss but have played the moment as best you could. And I think that was the case with the kid here today, the Coyote, just a little bit better on this particular occasion. Yeah, and corruption and swag. This match, this means so much coming up, and not, not only for the obvious of getting into the finals, but the Finstock Exchange is starting to have to, like, grasp for points where corruption and swag are starting to take the lead. And this is massive for corruption because corruption right now has an inner geekdom title match at spectacular. If Mike and chance can hold on to the titles against Shazam, they're going to the spectacular to defend the team's championship. And all title matches at spectacular are worth five points. All right. If Adam Collins makes it to the title match and all that, all that else happens, they're going to be playing in every single title match, except the star Wars one. That is a possibility unless swag gets in their way. It's so, really I, fun to look at the top yeah. of the factions right now with yeah. all of this crazy stuff happening right now. We knew it was going to come down. The tournament is designed to let a lot of folks in. Very few, if any, are able to make it through the gauntlet just to get to the final four. And now here we are. The faction standings are what they are. And Christian, there's going to be a lot more fireworks as we get in to these last, I can't believe I'm saying it, only three matches left in this tournament. Here's what we have at the moment. We have Liz Shannon Miller versus Adam Collins. That's the semifinals. Jeff Snyder has advanced against Mark Riley, and he awaits the winner of Ethan Irwin and Tom. Tom or Ethan or Snyder versus either Liz Shannon Miller or Adam Collins. What a crazy tournament this has been. Uh, and it looks, unless Ethan wins the whole thing, we might have someone new challenging Dan Merle, but never put it past Ethan Irwin. Uh, well, Better time to tell people about the Schmodown then. Tell your friends, your family about it. Come watch some movie trivia. Listen to us in podcast form if we're just too darn good looking for your eyeballs. And Christian, what's that TikTok? Oh, the TikTok is the Schmodown. You go to TikTok, you go to the Schmodown. And don't forget about all the great shows that we have on this ne this network. I mentioned the champion, Dan Merle. He's got a great show, All My Movies with Dan Merle. Winston Marshall has the Inner Geekdom show. That is on this channel. My show, one-on-one -on -one with Christian Harloff. Mark Ellis has walked away until he gets his own show on the network. It'll happen eventually. But there he is. Molly and, and Ellis coming to the network next uh, in a couple of years. All right. Is this so, the next one-on-one? -on -one? I actually one -on -one I, I wouldn't mind that. wouldn't mind that. It would be pretty relaxing. All right, guys. For Mark Ellis, I'm Christian Harloff. We'll see you next time. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL, Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nyx.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com.